Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, a world for some of us, no explanation is needed. And for others, that is why we are here. With your hosts, Edward Chanahan, a psychic medium, paranormal explorer, and author, along with Annette, who is a pagan truth seeker. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the October 20th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan. That's me. And, and the one you've been waiting for, Annette. Hello, Annette. (laughs) Hello, Ed. How are you tonight? (laughs) Ah, slap happy. (laughs) Long days. Yeah, long days. A lot of readings. So... Mm. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, work, 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 work. Yeah. So, you know what that says. Makes, all work makes for a dull head. So. Yeah, it's keeping you young. And, you know, it's doing what? Keeping you, other, keeping you young. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got so to walk up the... You know, you're, you're somebody who keeps on going all the time. It's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. How are you doing? Uh, fine. The allergies are kind of attacking me this week, but uh, other than that, I'm fit as a fiddle. Shouldn't everything be dying? Well, you know, you would think so, but there's still, it's still got some stuff to mold. Heaven only knows what it can be, but it's out there. <laughs> and bugging you and bothering you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, itchy eyes, cough, sneezy. You know, the standard. Yeah. Could be just a cold. <laughs> could be a cold too. You know. It could, but it's, it doesn't act like that. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Didn't you just have something going on yesterday or the weekend? Be well, the weekend before was the pancake thing, right? It was. I, that's right. We had pancakes with the Ghostbusters. We had mm-hmm. a, a ball. We had a great time. Good. They even brought me cool. in my first official Ghostbuster outfit. So now I have the o- Ghostbuster overalls. So I can bust a ghost anywhere I want to now. And it makes me oh, feel wow. good. <laughs> 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 Yeah, we had a great time. The kids love meeting the Ghostbusters and getting their autographs and having pictures. Um, we raised some money for uh, bat research in northwest Indiana, like 800 dollars So it worked out great. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you cook there or that, or do you have cooks? Um, no, I pretty much just run around and entertain and act silly and keep kids involved. Um, my 4-H group 
does all the cooking and the serving and the cleaning up. The kids love doing that. So. Cool. Nice. 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 Yeah, it's my little workforce. <laughs> <Man. They're great>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is all volunteers, so. Um. <laughs> it is. Oh, but you know what? Yeah. They learn a lot. They learn about yeah. like how a restaurant could get run, how to do fundraising, how to work in a community. I mean, they're building leadership skills throughout all the stuff that just seems to them like a great time. They love doing it, you know, putting on their aprons and serving. Oh, would you like more coffee? Oh, do you need more of this? May I take your plate? Uh-huh. It's all those kind of little life skills that we're slipping in under the carpet while they're having a good time. And the cool thing is the kids feel more at ease probably that are being waited on than if it was grumpy old Paul trying to, you know, <laughs> what do you need, kid? What do you want? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> you want some yeah. more juice? Or something, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it sounds like fun for everybody. Um, we had a good time, yeah. Good. Special thanks good, to good, the good. South Shore Ghostbusters for busting out another great event with us. We love those people. Um, that whole group is super energetic and enthusiastic. Um, and my friend from kindergarten made a six-hour journey to see me. Mark Hagen's mom, Loretta, wow. came to see me. Yeah. All nice. that way to make that, yeah, to see her, nice. to see my me, and to see Mark doing his Ghostbuster thing. So shout out to Loretta. Is she the one that you have a picture of you're together with on Facebook? Oh, there there's, might be. There's a, she there's has a some picture of you with her arms. Arms. Uh, I'm not oh, sure. No, if I'm, wearing a, if I'm wearing a cop uniform, that was the next day. I did another fundraiser for something completely unrelated. Yeah, okay. I, was, uh, I, okay. was doing, I was doing a jail and bail where I arrest people at a festival and put okay. them in jail, and then they have to, yeah, for char- again for charity. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah you're getting all your yeah. all your wings. You're getting all your angel wings. You know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Did you see the picture <laughs> of me? I was even in the newspaper, dressed up as a pirate for the Alzheimer's walk the weekend before that. Wow. Mary and I, we had a little group, and we walked along the beach in Michigan City to raise money for the Alzheimer's people. You know, they're trying to find a cure, and uh, we're hoping to find the first survivor here pretty soon. Yeah, work on that fast, will you? uh, I know. Some some of us are getting (laughs) close to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mainly Ed. Okay. (laughs) So. Yeah, so people support Alzheimer's research because. We need to bring that to a halt. Yeah, and I'm sure it probably could be. And I just read that CBD is working for, or he has some kids or some parents are reporting that it's helping her kids with autism. Oh, I believe so, it. I totally believe it helps with mental health re- related, you know, problems. Yeah. yeah. I see it every day. It's It's good. Oh, and cool. as other things become legal and are, you know, you're able to get in a pharmaceutical manner met as remedy and medicine, we're we're going to see a lot more kids coming out or and, and people in general coming out of those, you know, those comas that their poor brains mm-hmm. are in and they can live a happy, healthy life again. So did you see the movie The Accountant? I don't know if I have. Was it an older movie? No, it has um, 
Hmm. What's the guy's name? The guy that played in the Batman Superman, and he played Batman in that movie. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, he's I a famous. Let me, uh, but they have a message for mm-hmm. about Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. Yeah, the children in that. The ending okay. actually put tears to your eyes. Because it shows oh these kids can, oh, it shows these kids can be remarkable if you find their niche. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, to help. Okay, for autism, I understand now. Yeah, for children with autism, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, that they can they can make a breakthrough for that. Oh, I totally believe it. You know, no, that I, the kids you could you could find something that each one of them has a talent. It's finding that talent. Oh yeah. See what I'm saying? That type of thing. Totally. So most of those yeah. children are off the scales brilliant. It's just that yeah. it's hard for a common person just looking in on the situation to tell that because you know the rest of their body and their brain is overtaken by a debilitation. So yeah, there there is a you know there are creative geniuses hiding inside those people. Oh, it, it was uh, it, it 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 moved me the end the end of it. And uh, I'll have to check that one out because it explained explain why he was the way he was because he, he had an autism, but he was fantastic with numbers. That's why it's called the account. Okay. And um, I'm going to tell you the name of the star in a second. Uh, okay. <laughs> damn it. You know, they got more things you got to click just to find out what Ben Affleck. <laughs> what did you tell me? Oh, ben Affleck. Oh, okay. I, so I, okay. So it ain't that old. Not at all. Okay, got it. Right, but, sure. A contemporary movie. Okay. Yeah, but uh, very, very, very good. Very good. They hit, they've been playing it. It's not something that you even hit the buy. It's been on TBS and all that stuff. So, uh Another great cause who probably can use money, assistance, extra doctors helping. So, yeah, our listeners can help out those young ones, too. Yeah, yeah. It, but the ending lot. was, it was like, wow, what a tribute to every child out there that has it and every parent that's. That's nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was a badass with, yeah, in, uh I won't. I won't give the. <laughs> I won't give it away. I'll wait for you to see it, and okay. once you see okay. it, let me know. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, say it good. Uh, what else? Well, we. Well, this is the pot. Hey, you know what? <laughs> what? This is funny. If you ever have to post something on Twitter, start it with okay. pot luck. <laughs> Okay. You would not believe the views you get. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. The amount of the views, I should say. <laughs> well, pot. You know, I think the pot is the what draws oh, oh, the silly, viewers. Yeah. Silly me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm got like, it, got it. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I think it's uh-huh. the word pot that's drawing the people. Yeah. Got it, got it. <laughs> So if you do a fundraiser again, call it the Pat Luck uh, 
breakfast or something. Um. I will have to be, yeah, and stick it on Twitter. Yeah. 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 Come down with the munchies, right? (laughs) Yes. People see the word. Oh, we've got to click on this. Oh, okay. It's a broad package. (laughs) At least it got out there. So as far as information goes. But we're going to, I asked you to do a little bit of your, you know, your knowledge is beyond Wikipedia. So I asked you to, if you could give us a little history of the Day of the Dead, Days of the Dead, for the simple fact, I'm actually running two paranormal nights on November 1st and November 2nd. Both have been filled up. Yeah, so. um, So. That's right. For the viewers. Yeah. For the viewers, Uh, let them know what Days of the Dead are. So that's the Dia de los Muertos. And that's right, it runs two days. So this celebration started in South America, in Mexico. And it was originally celebrated, actually, like in early August. But as, you know cultures change with like religions coming in and out or different conquering by other countries, et cetera. It wound up getting the, the celebration itself wound up getting slid into all saints day, Halloween. Okay. Right around that day. And the reason for that is the Dia de los Muertos celebration celebrates and honors those people who have gone before us, the souls of the dead. Okay. Um, In particular, um, on November 1st, children and infants who have passed are honored, and they call that the Day of the Innocents or of the Little Angels. And then on the 2nd of November, we celebrate and honor and remember the souls of the adults who have passed over. Um, Okay. Yeah, so the way that we... um, More so now here in in the aughts, we're finding that America is celebrating and um, Mexican peoples who were indigenous to a non-Hispanic Mexico, if you follow me there, um, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking, you know, up to 3,000 years ago, this event, this type of uh, celebration has been going on. Um, yeah. But Mexicans, as they, you know, travel and move around the world, these bring these traditions with them. And, you know, America loves a good celebration. So we find that, you know, we're they're having more parades and more public parties and those kinds of things. So mm-hmm. it's starting more and more here in the 21st century to become a popular event or celebration. And the reason that we remember the souls, in fact, at Samhain, which would be the honoring of the dead at what we now call Halloween, um, the Samhain is the pagan tradition of honoring those souls also. Um, and we want to honor those people that have passed before us. One, we miss them. Two, those are the people that survived and made tradition and, you know, were those that worked so hard to carve out a life in a world that was more primitive than what we know now. So with their memory comes all those wonderful things that they, they evolved us to, you know, current man evolved to this point because of their hard work, if you think about it. And mm-hmm. we want to remember, and by, you know, there's a famous quote, and unfortunately I don't know who it is, but 
by honoring the memory of someone who has died, that person never dies. They continue to go on. So as long as someone hmm. speaks of them and remembers them and passes on the traditions and honors the work they had done, um, that person can live on. That person never dies as long as they're in our memory. So yeah. with the Dia de los Muertos, um, we can help, you know, curate those memories and pass them on. And let me tell you how they do it because it's so awesome and interesting. So the people will start preparing for this two- to three-day event. By They go to the cemeteries. They wash the stones. They prep. You know, they probably um, clip the weeds and make everything look really nice and clean and beautiful. And at, the, at that time of the year in Mexico, as well as here, um, we're seeing marigolds blooming. So mm-hmm. they call this the flower of the dead, and they gather up mm. oh, bushels really? and armfuls of marigolds. And they, beautiful, they're very highly, highly scented, and they're a gorgeous color. So even in the dark, they, with a couple of candles, those flowers really shine up, you know, the yellows and the oranges. Yeah. So it's said that um, that fragrant smell wakes the dead and, you know, they can follow that scent back to their families. Um, the, the graves then are not only the flowers, but they're also laid with the deceased's favorite food, drink. Um, you might put pictures out there of the people if you have those candles, incense, the sugar skulls. Um, these are all kinds of things that you put along the, all around the gravesite, and it becomes like an altar. We call that the ofrenda. So on these altars, you have to just, if you keep imagining, you know, oh, the sugar skulls, the food, the candles, these giant flowers everywhere. It's just gorgeous. And, mm-hmm. you know, the entire graveyard is just beautiful. So families will come, and some have picnics. Um, some will sleep there all night at the side of the grave. And it's not a grieving time at all. Um, we don't find people wailing and crying. We find them in more of a happy celebration and honoring and remembering. You know, it, it's become a great custom also to tell great funny stories. Um, when I teach about Dia de los Muertos to uh, young people, um, I always say, oh, you know, ha, 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 remember that time Uncle Joe fell off the horse? You know, so people mm-hmm. laugh and think, oh, that was a funny memory of, of his life, you know, when he was at his vibrant stage. So we also see the Katrina. We call her the Calavera Katrina, uh, which means the elegant skull. And she is like the queen of the dead, you know, the lady of the dead. Mm-hmm. She is said to bring the souls to the underworld. Okay, so she's kind of our hostess, with an hostess, um, bringing souls mm-hmm. back and forth to the underworld. And we see her dressed in um, uh, long dress. You would think of this as a turn of, the 19, uh, turn of the century in the 1900s, kind of an outfit, big hat, lots of flowers, feathers. Um, she was. We started with her um, in a more modern time now in the last hundred years, and it was due to um, – I had to look this up, but it was due to a um, illustration done by an artist, and it was kind of a ha ha at Mexicans who were kind of, you know, leaning more towards that European culture, 
and mm-hmm. dressing in a new fashion as opposed to staying with their heritage way of dress. Yeah. So she, it just the little illustration just kind of stuck and to this idea of the Katrina. So we see her all over the place. Uh, there are lots and lots of cool items that can be bought and shared and given as gifts during this time of the year. Um, the sugar skulls, they're actually made of sugar. Um, the sugar is uh, pressed into a mold. It's a little bit wet. you got some meringue powder in there to hold it together for a long time. And you press it into a mold and you let it dry over a few days. And then they're decorated with like icing, like a cake has. And the when you purchase them from the bakery or the Calavera dealer, um, you have the name of the deceased written on the forehead. So I would maybe say, oh, would you please put Uncle Joe's name on my on the forehead of this because I'm taking it to the grave. And there was like my yeah. little gift to him. But it's also meant to give to gifts back and forth between the living. So Sugar Skull has really gotten to be a very popular thing. And we see it almost all year long. Where um, at? It's become, Where do you see them? Oh, my goodness. Well, this motif is everywhere. Um, so you see a skull that's decorated with beautiful flowers around the eyes. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's not just the little the little sugar items. It's you know artwork, tattoos, posters. Mm-hmm. It's you. It, the the sugar skull is used all over the place now. People love to paint their own faces like it. If you okay. Google Google like sugar skull makeup, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, it brings up more pictures than you have time to look at. It's just one of those motifs that's pulled from this particular. Uh, celebration that continues all year long. You know, you can find it on purses and leggings and fabrics as pattern. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, masks and, for you know, different parts of Mexico also have a little bit twisty, different, um, um, t- different ways that they celebrate Dia de los Muertos. But for the most part, the things I have described are celebrated pretty much, you know, throughout the tradition. Mm-hmm. But like every culture and every different part of a country, you know, they have their differences in how they celebrate. Yeah. So, yeah, some kids, you know, would maybe do a trick-or-treat style thing. Some some sleep at the grave and some don't. So just different traditions, you know, evolve and dissipate away. But the Dia de los Muertos, I mean... I, I never knew about it when I was young, but it was probably about, I don't know, 20-ish years ago when I first caught on to this thing. And now it's so yeah. widespread, I think, with, you know, people who migrate and immigrate and move around. Um, you know, more of America's the melting pot. We're seeing more and more of these types of um, cultural traditions coming into a mainstream here. That's pretty cool. You know, I love learning yeah, it's, about Yeah, it sounds it. Yeah, how people... Especially the marigolds and uh, sugar skulls and stuff like that. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, and here's another thing. This is scientific as well as spiritual. Um, okay. The monarch butterfly, many of yes. us know, makes a migratory journey into Mexico. And there, um, the hardy last... Um, um, generation that's uh, that emerges from their chrysalis are meant to last a little longer. So they hang from the trees in Mexico, even sometimes through harsh weather, even though they're in beautiful, warm Mexico. 
And when they come into Mexico, it's right at this time of the Dia de los Muertos. So hmm. it's very poetic and a beautiful idea that the spirits of the dead would return upon the wing of the butterfly. So you have all these beautiful orange and yellow flowers, and here comes a beautiful orange monarch. You yeah. know, it's just one of those things that poetry is meant for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could I ask you another question about all this? Sure. Is Does New Orleans celebrate Days of the Dead? Um, okay. So by having parades or big giant things across the city, I'm going to say mm -hmm. not so much. But I know okay. that um, – It, okay, so when I used to visit there very often, um, mm -hmm. one of the locations that I would visit often, the, the people that owned the place were of Mexican descent. And okay. we always made a big deal in that one location out of, oh, the Cinco de Mayo and the Dia de los Muertos and mm -hmm. Mexican Independence Day on September 16th. So it was always, you know, it was just because that, particular location, a bar restaurant had that owner who clung to those traditions and wanted to share yeah. with the rest of the community. So in certain places, I would say yes, but I think that's happening all over the country. You know, okay. certain places okay. get into it more by who's running the show, you know, yeah. who's passing on the traditions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mardi Gras okay. is a big thing in New Orleans, of course, that. <laughs> Right. continues to be the same year after year, right. And as we're talking about that, and you said it depends on who's running the event or who's mm -hmm. running, um, I see where you're coming from because the nationality that an event belongs to, mm -hmm. those people will be respected more than those not of that nationality trying to run it. Am I right? Oh, I think so. It has more authenticity that way. Yeah, because it's Mexican just like... Person, yeah. yeah, it's just like somebody that opens... Somebody that's not a pagan or Wiccan or any of that, and they open yeah. a store selling that, uh, they've been known mm -hmm. to catch some flack. Yeah, so... Um, so... It totally, yeah, totally makes tricky. sense. People, people like authenticity, but they also want yeah. to adapt some of these traditions as their own. Yeah. You know, yeah. so somebody like me who is not Hispanic, you know, I'm just a little white Yankee girl, that, uh -huh. uh, but I love the idea of this. <clears throat> and it, it, it also plays into my belief oh, yeah. in that's, that's, reincarnation that's, and honoring yeah, the dead. Yeah, that's great. And so it's just that one more way to expand Um, it's oh, very yeah. colorful and the experience. happy. Yeah, it's not sad or grieving. But it's not it's something you would try to run. But it's not something you would try to run in the same way they would try to run. If you had the opportunity. I would, well, exactly. I would step aside yeah. and let the masters do their work. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I and meant. I mean, they're trying, right? Yeah. It's like when... Uh, Somebody would ask but me, would still, oh, you... but I would still feel perfectly fine in honoring my dead 
in the manner that they in that tradition in that oh, yeah. dead tradition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, personally. But I don't think yeah. I can start a festival for it. You're right. No, 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 no. <laughs> right. It's I like call in the, the experts for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll hold it here, but they're the ones running it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> they gave me all my good yeah. advice. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, thank you for all that information. So, what does New Orleans do? For the Halloween, and they have their own celebrations, so just like everybody else for Halloween, I imagine, right? Of course. You know, when you're in downtown, um, in the French Quarter, I shouldn't call yeah. it downtown, I should call it the French Quarter. You know, it's like a 13-square-block radius. Uh-huh. And in that section, that's you know, the old city, um, that's where you have all your, you know, your partying and your costumes and your craziness is down yeah. in the French Quarter, in the Bucure. So, right. y- yes, I have been for a couple, two or three Halloweens, and uh, it's a fabulous time. There are parades. Good. You know, everybody's in costume for days. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I would yeah. highly recommend it. <laughs> i got to ask you a question. Yeah. Since you love New Orleans as much as you do, yeah. do you get to watch, do you watch NCIS New Orleans? Is it like a crime thing? I don't watch yeah. that. Is it a crime okay. thing? I, yeah, I but I didn't even know about it. Oh, it's stationed in New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it shows. Um, and I the guy have that to check it out. And the guy that own the guy that's like the boss, NCIS New Orleans. He actually owns a bar, a corner bar down on. I mean, in the show, he owns a corner bar right there in. Uh, downtown area you're talking about and yeah. i'm just like i'm thinking right now oh i wonder if Annette knows that bar you know the lounge or whatever oh i'm sure yeah. i do <laughs> yeah 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 it's pretty neat i mean uh, it's pretty neat they, what, they showed the. I'll, I'll have to look that up i'll have to look that up and try to catch it <laughs> they they got it and on I the reruns now okay cool i love watching any show or whatever that shows the streets you know because mm-hmm. i usually can say oh well there they are on you know, Bourbon Street, or here we are on mm-hmm. Toulouse, and you know, or Charter, or whatever. So, yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> yeah, because they show the parades they had. They show the doing the jazz or the blues in the streets at time. He's got a he's got a his bar to his bar plays music. You know, they have bands in there and everything. So mm-hmm. it is actually it is actually a nice showcase for New Orleans. It really is wonderful. Well, they deserve it. They've been through. A there lot. you go. You learned yeah. something from me. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, thank you. Yeah, usually uh, a lot of times Sunday mornings in that they have it on. So uh, mm. is the reruns. That's they cool. have a marathon of it. So the okay. PBR that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, NCIS New Orleans. All right. Um, Do you have anything coming up in the future for you? Oh, boy. Or, or are you looking at idle oh, time? Got for the, okay, so we've got the Owl Festival on okay. Saturday, the 26th. Um, this is a big deal for people who love nocturnal animals. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be there talking about bats. But um, the, the showcase is on owls. 
and there's a wonderful group of people who started taking in wildlife that was injured, native wildlife. Okay. And so, for example, if a, a possum bumps into the tire and gets knocked out, you can take that little guy over and they'll mend him up, get him back, and then be able to release him again. And they've mm-hmm. done so with owls and hawks and, oh, you name it. And they always are looking for the best way of handling these animals so that they may be released again. But now and again, they get one that can never be released. Maybe it's got a blind eye or it needs someone to feed it and care for it. And okay. these creatures are so beautiful. It's the Indiana Humane Wildlife Rehabilitation Center. They recently joined as partners with the Humane Society of Indiana. And they're doing this showcase of owls. And it's mm-hmm. at the Porter County Expo Center in Valparaiso, Indiana. There you will see live owls. Oh, my goodness. There's an array of different conservation teams that are going to be there showing off what they do. Um, my Isaac Walton group, Porter County Chapter, often allows them to do their releases of animals at our conservation properties. So if they've, you know, mended up, usually it's the, um, um, oh, the small owl, it's not the sowet, it's the next guy up, screech owl. Um, They get a lot of screech owls in, you know, where maybe the nest or, you know, where the mama had them falls in a storm or something. So they raise these babies up and, then when they're ready to be released, they need to put them in a place where they know they're not just going to fly into a truck and be gone. So they release mm-hmm. them, try to release them in large acres where they have a chance of survival and making a new home. So we often have releases of these creatures, and it's just so awesome to watch them, you know, kind of look back at the person who's been taking care of them and look out like, hey, I can go, and then off they are, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's awesome. Cool, <laughs> but, cool. So this, at this owl festival, you can see live owls. Um, there's a barn owl, a snowy owl, a screech owl. Um, my friend Nicole, she's a handler, and she just she lives with an owl in her bathroom. Her little daughter thinks she's living in a world of Harry Potter. It's adorable. Um, but she took a spare bathroom and turned it into a, a place where she can keep one of the owls. So it has a plenty big enough place to jump around. And um, Sounds weird, but I get it because I'm one of those crazy people that might try it. And uh, it will hear speakers, and there are doctors and important people in the industry who will be there to speak. Children are free admission. Um, It's just going to be a lovely time. So come on out on the 26th. And at the same time, I think the tickets for adults are $35 a piece. But it's a full day, 9 to 5, hearing speakers, getting education, meeting live animals. And that money goes back to the hard work that they do with the Humane Society for these for this wildlife rehabilitation program. Yeah, because uh, we are the only ones that can help these people out, help a lot of these organizations out, uh, because they're not getting help from nowhere else. So, okay, very nice, yeah. very nice. Yeah, so that's Saturday. Okay. Yeah. okay. We're working on a few things for the future. We're going to see how they play out. Um mm-hmm. And I'm not making no announcements about anything. Uh, I'm already booked till anybody wants readings. There's one or two slots open for November 19th. Uh, And then 
it's overwhelming at times, you know, not um <laughs> everything. Well, you keep yourself very busy. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Sometimes I... I'm I'm stressing myself out over all the different events I've got going. You know, trying and to you save keep... the world one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um listeners, I think we're gonna call it quits at this moment in time. Unless Annette's got something else she wants to say. I just want to tell everybody to have a a safe and blessed Samhain, a safe Halloween for all my little trick-or-treating friends, and uh, happy Dia de los Muertos. What are you and the kids doing? What are you and the kids doing? Let me ask you that. Well, you know, they're big now. So I usually go and just plunk my bottom down with a good friend of mine in her neighborhood, and they go off and do their trick-or-treating thing. And then they just come back and they don't need me as a chaperone anymore. I'm, you know, I'm embarrassing mom now. So, <laughs> so I just sit down with my friend and we pass out candy to the little ones and take mm-hmm. pictures and get all excited about the cute costumes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then that's, cool. you know, Halloween is my wedding anniversary. So, you know, oh, yeah. we have a fancy dinner and the whole thing. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. It's a good, good. day for us. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, yeah, because, um, like I said, Annette lives pretty much on a land island, if you want to call it that. So uh, not that many kids would be wandering, would want to even walk up the pathway. No, we've never. We Yeah, we. I have to export my children into someone else's neighborhood all these yeah. years just so they can get some trick-or-treating done because, yeah, nobody's coming out here to the boonies to, to trick-or-treat at my place. Yeah, everything's <laughs> far and in between. Yeah, so. yeah, I just um, take my candy over to my friend's house, and it works out. Oh, great. that's cool too. <laughs> oh, that's definitely yeah. even probably more cooler because now the boys get to be in a group of people, and uh, yeah, you get you get to be with friends, uh, dress up like witches. Yeah. You dress yeah, up like that's witches. Usually, what we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna have to find. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find a. Some type of fast, easy magic trick for you, and then you guys could create one could pass out the candy while the other is standing there, hocus pocus, <laughs> with oh, the witches out the time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listeners, Sounds thank good. you very much. Um, thank you, Annette. Uh, yes. I learned stuff. I'm sure the listeners did. And uh, you learned a little too about what to look for. Or two shows, no, movie and the show. And uh, and listeners, turn into the accountant, too. If you see it on TV, at least record it and go to the end of the movie. But it is a darn good movie. Uh, it is it is good. And uh, until next time, which hopefully is two weeks from now, until then, everybody have a blessed week, two weeks ahead of you. Enjoy Halloween. Don't do nothing that you'll regret. Um <laughs> Honor your dead. Think about those people that went before you. They're right. The veil is the thinnest right now. They're there if you talk to them. Reach out. Yep. And you know what? Keep an eye on the kids, too, for their own safety, because a lot of times uh, they're just out to have fun and not think about everything else that's uh, happening around them. So keep an eye out for them, too. Thank you. And until then, Annette, I'll give you a call in a couple. And uh, listeners, good night. And I got to find, there we are. Good night. Bless you.